everyone. Welcome to To Be Heard Podcast, your weekly faith-filled and motivational podcast where listeners are encouraged, culture is challenged, and the truth can be heard. My name is Ayana Simone, and a happy February, everybody. This is the first To Be Heard Tuesday of the brand new month, and that means that the countdown continues. I feel like I say that at the beginning of every episode, but as we are nearing the end of season four, it is so important that we make these last To Be Heard Tuesdays count, and so there's a couple of fun things that we have coming up this month in February. Y'all stay tuned. It's going to be such a fun month uh, because this month represents a lot of things, which we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But also in the month of March, uh, there are some cool things that I have planned for the podcast as well. And of course, it's usually this time of year where I'm already casting vision for the fifth season or for the next season, which just so happens to be the fifth season. And just keeping it real with y'all, it is about to be, it's about to go crazy. I'm so excited. And, um, but I get way, way too far ahead of myself. This happens every year. It'll be February and I'm already in like March of 2027 like it's just crazy so I want to take it one to be heard Tuesday at a time and focus in on today's episode again the first episode of this brand new month um, which again this month represents a lot of things number one hello come on black history month okay like we gotta celebrate big it's a huge month in history and there's so much to discuss so much to talk about I think the uh, one episode I did for Black History Month dates all the way back to season two of the podcast. I did an episode called uh, No Jesus, No Peace and just talked about um, what this month means to me in light of who I am as a believer. Um, If you want to tune in, that episode is still up and available for you to tune into. You might have to do some scrolling, but that's okay because um, I think it's worth a listen. There's actually... Uh, Sometimes I go through these phases where I just re-listen to episodes. And so there's a couple episodes from season two that I'm like, all right now, like that totally needed to be heard. So, and it is really cool to know that some of you guys still tune into season one, season two, and season three episodes. Um, It's just a cool feat. So, so thankful for y'all and so glad that you enjoy each and every To Be Heard Tuesday. But today... We are going to talk about something that totally needs to be heard as per usual, especially as we are being heard together in this fourth season of the podcast. I've said this over and over again, but y'all, I don't want to be heard alone. I've been heard alone uh, for the last three years now, uh, four years more particularly, but in this fourth year, I extended the invitation to all of you like, hey, don't let me be heard alone. Like, don't just tune into a To Be Heard Tuesday. But after you're done listening, go out and spread the message that needs to be heard and the messages that you will find every single time you tune into the podcast. Every message is meant to encourage you and every listener meant to challenge culture and it's meant to let the truth be heard without those three factors the episode is boring is lame I wouldn't listen to it either okay but I want all of us to go out encourage people challenge culture let the truth be heard it's so important there's so many things that are being said right now it's like now who gave that person a microphone like no let's go back to what needs to be heard and again if it's not encouraging challenging or truthful it don't need to be said. So it's cool to know that I have y'all help in this fourth season. And 
that all continues with today's To Be Hurt Tuesday because last week on the podcast, uh, that episode was called Full of It. We talked about the good, no, actually not good, but the terrible old-fashioned selfishness. Um, It's something that we all know about, but we don't talk about it a lot anymore, but we should because it's so easy, and I'm starting with myself, but it is so easy to think you're free of selfishness, you're free of pride, But we learned last week that you can be selfish in some real subtle ways, some obvious ways, of course, but also some subtle ways. And I called it out, not just in y'all, but first in me. In last week's episode, we talked all about being full of it, being full of ourselves and how we can empty ourselves and instead be full of something else. So if that sounds like something you're interested in. Uh, interested in tuning into please listen to last week's episode but I am gonna sort of kind of pick up where we left off um, because I read y'all a verse in James that I'm going to reread to you guys today because there's another element to this verse in James that I want to dive into with y'all for today's episode but I am talking about James 3. Um, I believe last week I quoted verses 15 through 17. Spent most of my time in verse 17, I believe. Um, but I want to revisit a couple verses before that. This is James 3:13, And it says something pretty profound that I want to uh, read to y'all just to kick us off. But again, this is James 3:13. It says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, Prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. And that last part there, the humility that comes from wisdom. Again, we talked a little bit about it last week, because if you want to be wise, I mean, one of the things that comes with being wise is being humble. You can't claim wisdom if you're not humble. I would say it again. You cannot claim wisdom without being humble. You know what boggles my mind? The amount of people who just, they they claim, you know, to have some sort of intelligence, but I don't care how smart you are. I don't care how wise you are. If you're not humble, my friend, forget what you know. Like that heart needs humbled. It just, I don't know. Humility has always been like at the top of all of my conversations and just a lot of my thought patterns because there, you can't receive the grace of God if you're not humble. Like that is littered in the scriptures. And I always refer back to verses like that. Like first Peter always comes to mind, you know, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Like that is a verse that lives rent free in my brain because then it goes on to talk about grace and it goes on to talk about you know casting your cares on him because he cares for you there has to be a humility that precedes that you know what I mean like humility is everything it is the secret sauce to everything literally to all sorts of doors opening in the kingdom you have got to be humble and again we talked a lot about that last week to help us fight off a lot of our selfishness But today, I want to talk about not the humility aspect of James 3.13, but I want to lean into the wisdom aspect of that verse because one thing that I have been praying about so earnestly, and again, we're in this together, so I don't mind bringing y'all into, you know, a sneak peek into my prayer closet, but the one thing that I've been asking about for months now, because there's so many moves I have to make and decisions I have to make 
and just choices that I, I have to resolve that are just really hard. And I don't know if y'all are in the same boat, but if you are, check in. You are not alone. I'm here with you too. There's a lot that I'm just like, God, I don't know what to do. I've never been here before. What does this look like? What does it sound like? What should I do? What should I not do? Like, I don't know, God. It's like, I feel like in a lot of ways, I've kind of been at a standstill, just keeping it real. God knows this. And I've just been very much like, I'm so afraid of making the wrong move, you know, like making the wrong step, making a mistake, making a mess that I'm like, okay, God, here's what I'm praying for. And this is where we enter into today's episode. But I've really been praying for wisdom in a lot of different facets and a lot of different avenues of my life. So many different ways that I'm like, I'm literally dumb here. Like I am, I don't know what to do. I feel so ignorant. I've never been here before. I don't know what's best. And so therefore I have been praying to God for wisdom. And it's interesting for me because I can, I can't really say that I prayed for that before, you know, and I, like there's a lot of things I pray for. I, I, there's a lot, you know, that I ask. Uh, from God, obviously keeping a humble posture, but you know, sometimes I'm like, God, I could use some more sleep or Lord, I don't, um, like I pray that as I launch this, it goes really well. Like there's a lot of things that I pray for, but I can't say I've ever paused and asked God for wisdom, but for the first time, well, maybe not the first time, but definitely something I've been more intentional about lately. I'm just asking God for wisdom. And as I've been asking, and as I've been praying, of course, inevitably, that word wisdom triggered a certain name in my mind, a certain character in the Bible who I've never really studied intensely before, but really glad that I happened lately. I'm not really completely done with my study because I feel like I, I missed a lot. Like I was just kind of skimming through, but even my skim was powerful. Like I learned a lot just by getting some surface level stuff. Um, but as I've been praying for wisdom, inevitably, I figured that I should probably study the life of, of King Solomon because he is credited in, in the Bible as the wisest man who ever walked the earth. And I, again, never really studied him before. I've studied his father, King David. We all know King David a pretty for the most part, right? I mean, he defeated Goliath. That's in all of the underdog rookie movies. Little guy beats the big guy. Like we, we a lot of us know the story of David and Goliath. And um, so I know about David a lot, but still want to study him too. Um, but I obviously I'm in Psalms a lot. David wrote a lot of the Psalms, beautiful confessions, petitions, prayers, vulnerable pieces um, that David just honestly brought before the Lord. And I can relate to so many of them. And it helps me in my prayer life, like gives me some vocabulary and some verbiage of how I'm feeling. Love, love the book of Psalms. I'm so jealous that I cannot write as beautifully as King David. Um, so I know a lot about David, but a little side story here concerning David. Um, David had a little moment, okay, he was a little bit, um, you know, out of position <laughs> and he fell into temptation. He was supposed to be off at war with all the other kings because that's what kings do. When your people are in war, you are there. But instead of being in war, he was at home and found a fine little shoddy, uh, take a little bath, you know, um, and her name coincidentally was Bathsheba. 
<laughs> and um, long story short, they did the deed. It's Valentine's month. You know, let me just keep it real. Keep a little PG-13 for you. Did the deed, had a baby, and the baby actually does not survive. Now, I want to handle this moment with caution because I understand there's a, this is a very, very, very sensitive issue. Um, but there is a principle to this. Um, that I'm just going to quickly mention because I don't feel equipped to dive into this certain part of the study, but there's a principle in this that I do want to bring up for today's episode. Anytime you give birth to something that is outside of God's will, it is more likely to die. I'm withdrawing the principle. Please, please hear me. I'm just talking about the principle, not talking about uh, an actual baby or pregnancy or anything. But I am withdrawing the principle of it. Um, If you're looking for me to do like a whole commentary on that, I'm not your girl. I will guide you in the right direction. But I know the principle is that when you birth something that God did not ordain, that God did not give you, it is really outside of God's covering. So there, you know, there is going to be a loss of life. There is going to be a consequence. I'll just I'll say that. And that's what happened with David's first child. Um, The child did not survive. And David, it says that he fasted and prayed. And when he heard the news about his child's death, um, he got up and worshiped. And, you know, he sat down and and he moved forward. And I don't want to butcher the text because this was really not part of my notes. I'm just kind of butchering it. But the principle remains. And again, didn't mean to say any of this, but when you have something, when you give birth to something outside of what God told you to do, don't expect God's blessing on that. Like he's not going to to bless it. But at the same time, please hear me. There's also the grace of God. There's something that happens when you humble your heart and you bring it before him and you confess your sin um, that, you know, he is gracious. And this is what we talked about last week. And I kind of mentioned it in today's episode, too. When you humble yourself, you are the first contestant to receive the grace of God. Like, and you can't receive his grace if you're not humble. That's impossible. So that's why it's so important to receive um, or to humble your heart so that you can receive his grace. And so that's what David did. He humbled himself. He confessed his sin. And um, him and Bathsheba have another baby. And that baby turned out to be the wisest man to walk the earth besides Jesus. And that is, of course, King Solomon. Obviously, Solomon at the time. Then Solomon becomes king. And um, there's so much about Solomon's life that I did not know about. And I want to share with you some of my findings. Um, But before I do, I want to take into consideration just so I could lean into this moment a little further. Again, I did not actually mean to say any of this, but when in Rome, you know, um, the fact that God allowed David to face the consequence of his sin with the first child and then bountifully bless him with the second child who turned out to be the wisest man on earth. Like, please let that encourage you. Obviously, life is so hard and you are going to make terrible decisions. We we all will <laughs> someday, somewhere, somehow. It's all going to happen. I just want to encourage you, like, don't let those moments get you down. Yes, you are going to have to face some music. That's just life. I'm so sorry, but it is life. You're just going to have to face it and own it and learn and grow from it. But Please celebrate the fact that God is gracious, you know, and when you humble his heart, Romans 8, 28 says he uses all things to work together for our good. Those who love God and are called according to his purpose. That's really important to note. So just as a small bit of encouragement there before we move forward. Um, but let's take a look at the life of Solomon, right? Because when I was little, 
all I really knew about Solomon is that he was the wisest man to walk the earth. I don't, I really didn't know anything else about his life. And so revisiting his story was pretty cool because I'm like, you know what? Um, I feel like I, anytime I revisit something I learned in childhood, I actually get the best revelation from that because if I come with the approach of like, I already know the story, I don't get too much out of it. But looking at a story that I have read many times before with fresh eyes and with the assumption that I haven't studied anything yet and I assume that there's still more to learn, that's always when I get the best revelations. And so, so it was the case with King Solomon. Because, um, you know, he again, he was the wisest man who ever walked the earth. And that was because Solomon prayed a really important prayer, a prayer that I have been praying time and time again these last couple of weeks behind the scenes of To Be Her podcast, especially as I'm planning for the new year and casting vision for uh, season five and other things to come for the podcast before we even get to season five. Just praying over and over again for wisdom. I've been stuck on um close to memorizing it. I'm not quite there yet, but first uh, Kings uh, chapter three, verses six through nine, we see Solomon praying one of the most important prayers in history, um, because this is the prayer that God answers that makes Solomon the wisest man to walk the earth. And that prayer is, I'm going to read it to you. This is first Kings chapter three, verses six through nine. Solomon prays, you showed great and faithful love to your servant, my father, David, because he was honest and true and faithful to you. And you have continued to show this great and faithful love to him today by giving him a son to sit on his throne. Verse 7, Now, O Lord my God, you have made me king instead of my father, David. But I am like a little child who doesn't know his way around. And here I am in the midst of your chosen people, a nation so great and numerous they cannot be counted. Give me an understanding heart, so that I can govern your people well and know the difference between right and wrong for who by himself is able to govern this great people of yours. And we see later on that um, the Lord was so pleased that Solomon asked this because if you understand like Solomon could have literally asked for anything. God literally asked Solomon, what do you want? And Solomon responds with, give me wisdom. Now that's pretty impressive because if it were me, I hate to say it, but I'd be like, God, this bank account looking real dry, you know, like I'd be praying for some materialistic thing and judge me, but that's real talk. Like I could use a couple bucks, you know, but the fact that Solomon prayed for wisdom, it pleased God so much that that's exactly what God gave him and some additional blessings as, as well, which you can read in other verses that follow after verse nine. But the fact that God gave him wisdom, Solomon was able to do amazing things oh my gosh you should read it yourself all the way from this chapter on to to chapter 11 Solomon does some pretty incredible things like he was just a great leader like he had strong leadership skills he led thousands upon thousands of people really really well um he had a good reputation he treated people with honor and respect and he was just blessed on all sides like there was peace in the land he was making allies with other um people you know like he there was just peace on every side for Solomon and I remember as I was studying his story I'm like now that must be nice like to have so much going well for him like it was just it was cool to read and so I prayed that all the more for my life like God, I want there to be peace. I want there to be like, um, 
I just want to lead really well. I want to have a, a, um, a reputation that we're obviously I'm not a perfect person, but I want my reputation to be like as imperfect as she is. She's, she, she's a woman of integrity, a woman of God, like, like Solomon had that. And it all came from this prayer of give me an understanding heart. So let that be an encouragement to you. Like if you're looking for something to pray, let it be wisdom. Let it be God. Give me an understanding heart so that I know the difference between right and wrong. Like that's going to be a prayer. I I still for life. Like I'm always going to pray that because what Solomon did from that prayer, like the way that God answered that prayer gave Solomon wisdom, everything that Solomon was able to do because of the wisdom he had, like that is my life model. I want to model my life after that. Um, and as far as I was concerned, I mean, when I was a little girl, I've, I haven't really studied his life too much, but I remember knowing that as a little girl, like, yep, Saul was a good man. He died a wise man, you know, until I got older. Right. And recently as I'm praying this prayer, God, give me wisdom. And I felt urged to study the story of Solomon. I realized something about Solomon's life that I never known before, which again is real cool, right? Because you approach a text and you think you know it. And then you're like, since when did that verse get there? That's totally what happened in my study of Solomon. Because as I'm like, okay, like, I know that he's a, a wise man and things were going well for him for such a long time. Then I get to chapter 11. Chapter 11, it felt like, first of all, so from 1 Kings 3, what we read all the way to chapter 11, I felt like I was watching a really heartwarming movie. Uh, like you read it yourself. Things were just going well for, for Solomon. There's no cloud in the sky. Like there's peace on all sides. It literally was, was great. And again, with that being my former understanding, I thought that Solomon died in his old age. He died with a good reputation. He died a really wise man and he did. But I didn't know that Saul had a first Kings chapter 11. Do y'all know what happens in first King chapter 11? I surely didn't until I studied it. And I was like, now hold on. Since when did Solomon have this part of his story? I didn't know. But let me summarize it for you. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I'm reading a lot of like long scripture this season, which is fine. You know, that needs to be heard. But I'll summarize this for you. First Kings chapter 11. I'm reading it. And one of the first verses of that chapter is like, now Solomon loved a lot of foreign women. And the, after I read that, I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. What did what Solomon do? Because then I find out in that chapter that Saul loved these women, these foreign women so much that he didn't just love the woman, but he also fell in love with their little G gods. And what makes it even worse is that the Lord warned him. Do not marry the foreign woman because you're going to fall in love with their gods. And that's exactly what happened. Now, as I'm reading this, I'm like, but I know the story. Okay, this happened with his father, David, with Bathsheba. Solomon got here because of that whole incident. It's like, I know Solomon's going to have a change of heart. He's going to turn it around. Things are going to be different. No, one of the last verses of 1 Kings chapter 11 is that Saul was, Solomon was about to kill somebody for not a righteous reason. Like he was going to kill somebody. And then the verse after that is like, Solomon reigned for so-and-so years. I was like, is the movie over? Like, tell me Solomon did not go out like that. Y'all, I hate to tell you, Solomon went out like that. His story, his wonderful, successful, prosperous story 
of leading really well, having a great reputation, being the wisest man ever, having peace on all sides. All of that came to an end, not with repentance, not with humility, not with a change of heart. One of the last glimpses of Saul's life is him being in love with a lot of foreign women. And not just that, but Solomon falling in love with their gods to the point where his heart turned away from the Lord who gave him his wisdom. His heart turned away and instead it says that he even started to build altars for these foreign gods and altars for the gods of the woman he fell in love with altars and he he's known for building a temple of the lord now he's building temples and altars for these little g gods and it's so sad to me that after solomon did all these great things and he led well great reputation all of that it came to an end because of who solomon fell in love with and i know y'all there's a lot of things represented this month in february we got black history month Wakanda forever, period, right? (laughs) And then, you know, a lot of us are celebrating love month and all of that. I just, I really wanted to enter this month of February asking a question that we can draw from Solomon's life. And this question, it might encourage some, challenge others, but regardless, y'all, it is truthful. It's a good question. I'm asking it to myself, especially as I'm praying for wisdom. And I want to ask you guys as well on this To Be Heard Tuesday. But what or who do you love more than God? Because that's a question Solomon needed to be asked, okay? It's a question that needs to be heard today, but back then, Solomon would have benefited from someone asking him this question. Because we can assume from the text that Solomon loved foreign women more than he loved God. I can't assume that he fell out of love with God. But I can assume that he started to love other gods and other women more. And from that place, from love that was not directed to God, in fact, it was love that was put above God, he loved something more than God. From that place, Solomon did not end his life well. I would say compared to what Solomon had and the wisdom he operated in, he kind of died pretty pitifully. Because of who he loved more than the Lord. And, you know, as I'm praying for wisdom, and maybe you want to pray this too, I don't know. But I know for me, as I'm studying the story, I was devastated. I genuinely was like, I did not know Solomon died like that. I thought he died, you know, um, in his old age, he died with great reputation. He didn't turn away from God. But after reading that, I'm like, how sad is it? That Solomon had the world. He had so much potential. He was so wise and did a lot of incredible things. But all of that came to an end because of who he loved more than God or what he loved more than God. And I was so convicted by that because I'm like, listen, if I'm praying for wisdom, like even James says, James is such a good book. I'm telling y'all, there's a lot in James, too, that I'm like, whoa, 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 so many gems. But in James, like. It even says if you're going to ask for wisdom, you can ask God, but make sure your faith is in God alone. And you're not, you don't have a bunch of little G gods that you're asking wisdom from because they're going to give you terrible advice and they're going to lead you down the wrong direction. And we see that so clearly in the life of Solomon. Like he got his wisdom originally from God, but then 
that wisdom was perverted and twisted and just like um, perverted. That's the word I, I want to use because of who he loved more than God. And it's important to mention that because who you love or what you love more than God, whatever that thing is or whoever that thing is, that's going to keep you separate from God. And that totally needs to be heard. It's convicting and it's challenging, but so freaking true, right? Whatever you love or whoever you love more than God, it's going to keep you from him. Because whoever you love more than God is your ultimate God. And we know and understand there's no other God but God. So if you have, if you are following something or following someone who's not God, they aren't able to protect you like God can. Like they aren't able to watch over you and keep you and provide for you like God can. You are outside. You are officially outside of the King of Kings, the God of Gods, the Lord of Lords covering. And you now have to depend on this little G God to get you through the storm, get you through the valley, get you through the tough times in life. Because we know life is so hard. Life is so difficult at times. Life is beautiful, but sometimes it's like, good Lord, like what the heck? Life is hard. And whoever you love more than God is going to make it harder. They're not going to protect you. That thing that you are putting all your faith in, who you love more than God, that's not going to keep you. And, you know, we're celebrating love this month. We're celebrating Black History. Yes, 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 absolutely. Please don't hear me like I'm dismissing that. I'm not, y'all. Why would I? But, you know, I am looking at Valentine's Day, too, for a lot of different reasons. But understanding love, like who you love more than God, that's going to lead you astray. And it makes sense when the Lord is like, for the most important commandment, Jesus says, love the Lord your God, because he knows if you if you love God with all that you have, you are going to be okay. Like your God is not about to let you look out, be out here looking foolish, looking stupid. Like God's got you. He is going to take care of you. He's going to provide for you. He's going to be everything you need. You, you don't even have to worry. If you love God, the God, like capital G God, right? Any other God is going to fail you. Every other God can't speak. They can't hear. They can't move, speak, none of that. They're lifeless gods. They cannot do jack. And I just, I want to just warn us of who we love more than God. What do we love more than God? Because if there is something, please, please understand They're not going to give you the protection that God can give you. They're just not. And they're going to lead you astray from the real thing, the real God who really does love you. And like Solomon, I just, I don't want to see us go out like that. We could do so much with communion with God, relationship with God, fellowship with the Lord Almighty. But we can't do that if we fall in love with something else, with someone else more than God. Solomon could have ended his life so well, and he didn't. He did it pitifully with all sorts of anger and murder was in his heart. Idolatry, all of it, it was there. And I'm just, I'm recording this to be here Tuesday to ask you that question. And I'm going to end the episode so that you have time to answer. If I came for your neck, good. I came for my own neck. Okay, we're in this together. I'm asking myself this too. Because whoever or whatever you love more than God... It's going to lead you away from him. And it would be a shame if that was a story. If we did a lot of great things for God in our youth and then we got older and we fell out of love, we fell more in love with the things of this world, 
than him. As cheesy as that may sound, I get it. Some of y'all are turned off by this message. That's okay. But this is the honest to God truth. Like, I don't, I don't want to end my life the way Paul did. I want to do a lot of good things and I want to do good things till I'm dead, till I'm dead and gone. You know, I want that to be said of my life. I don't want people to read the book of my life like, oh yeah, she was killing it in her 20s. And then by 40, she was, you know, she fell in love with the way that people thought about her or she fell in love with popularity and status or money. And she ended with nothing. She didn't, you know, she didn't, end well and the only way that you're you can end terribly is if you fall out of love with God if you put someone else before the Lord so as a challenge to us all let's make sure that our hearts in check if we're going to talk about love this month come on now like you have to make sure that you're in love with the one the only God you have to make sure you love love himself his name is Jesus Because let me tell you something right now, y'all. This is where I'll end. But this Jesus loves you so much. He loves you. I don't know who's listening, but you need to hear this. You are so totally loved. There's not a day that goes by that you aren't loved. Maybe you need to hear that. I know, I know. You want to disqualify yourself. You've done too much. You've done too bad. Maybe you did something bad this morning. Like the morning before you watch this, you're like, you don't know what I did. You don't know what I fell into. No way he loves me. Please. You're exactly his type. Like he loves you. He loves you so much. And uh, I love you too. So I just want to thank you guys for listening. I do hope that you take this message to heart. Um, Let me know if this episode blessed you in the reviews. Please leave a review. I want to know how y'all are loving the podcast. I get a lot of great reviews verbally, but I'm like, y'all leave a review in the actual, you know, review section. So please leave a review. Let me know how you're loving our Two Beer Tuesdays during this fourth season or any season for that matter. Um, Be sure to rate the episode, follow and subscribe on whatever listening platform you're tuned in on. And also follow Two Beer Heard Podcast on Instagram. I'd love to keep you updated with each and every episode and keep you in the loop. But you guys will hear from me next week right here on Two Beer Heard Podcast.